It's Friday night, and your work week is over. Kick back and get the latest on the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor, touchdown! The 10, the 5, a pick 6 for the Colts! Get up to speed on the Colts and the NFL, starting now. And he walks into the end zone! Touchdown, I-N-D-Y! This is the Colts Happy Hour on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Colts Happy Hour brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. Make every moment more. Manly's Irish Mutts, 10th and Shalin on the east side of the Bud Light Blue Friday. We're going to fire up tickets to that regular season home finale against the Texans coming up in just a bit. Reed and Zach have the selections. You just got to sign up and be here at Manly's Irish Mutt. Cam's the onside engineer as we just said goodbye to our good friend Kyle Unimark, the nearly four-year producer of this show who's also been along for the ride regarding every Friday night during the football season, the Colts happy hour. The burning question as we start We saw the Colts allow seven sacks in that loss on Monday night to the Chargers. For the Chargers, it was the most sacks in a game since 2016. The Colts are just six sacks away from tying a career high with 62. Why has the offensive line regressed so much? Well, A, they're incredibly overrated to begin with. Uh, They are under contract for the most part, so can it be fixed? How heavy in the draft should the competition and depth on the offensive line be? Quentin Nelson, fifth consecutive Pro Bowl honor, but I think we can all say, even he has said, his um, play has not lived up to that particular standard. And, of course, you got Bernard Ryman, the rookie, trying to work his way in at left tackle. Uh, Matthew Pryor hasn't worked. Oh, thank you very much for that. There's just a lot has gone wrong on this offensive line. Can it be fixed? Will it be fixed with a different quarterback? in mind as well. We'll get to that. Some of your questions, you can answer that at JMV 1070. Meantime, Colts on the road at New York to take on the Giants coming up on Sunday. Colts pregame huddle with me begins coming at 10 a.m. That's 10 a.m. on Sunday morning. Colts pregame huddle getting you set for the Giants and the Colts from MetLife Stadium in New Jersey coming up on Sunday. Meantime, as we always start, the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor, his conversation with Colts interim head coach, Jeff Saturday. Matt. All right, thank you, JMV. It's now time for the head coach's report tonight on Colts Happy Hour before the Colts take on the Giants on Sunday on New Year's Day. And Jeff, coming off the loss to the Chargers, two games to play. How have you seen the team continue to fight, continue to prepare, despite the fact that it knows it's not going to be playing January football in the playoffs. Yeah, no, listen, obviously the the way the season's gone has been disappointing, but these guys, they continue to fight in practice. Uh, actually, Wednesday's practice, um, I'm sorry, Thursday's practice was very lively and competitive. Um, and, and Friday, we call it Fast Friday, and it was another mm-hmm. uh, extremely competitive day. So, uh, th- man, these guys, are they have responded, it responded so well, and I'm so grateful for it. Uh, I know from a results standpoint, I, you know, I'm disappointed. I know the fans are disappointed, but as far as these guys man they are they are leaving it all out there and they're you know they're leaving they're leaving nothing in the tank man perseverance to the highest level and and uh, pursuit as well Nick Foles back again at quarterback his second game where do you want to see him improve where do you want to see the offense as a unit improve for the second week with Foles at quarterback. Well, we got. I mean, listen, we got to get better on third down. I mean, we, it was it was horrible. I mean, we're you know over, um, which you're not going to win any games in the NFL doing that. But uh, red zone as well, which we struggled all season. Uh, and, and and listen, all these um, you know stats. It, it, you, you look all the way back from week one till now. Nothing's changed. I mean, we, you know, we, we kind of are who we are at this point. Um, and so we we have to break out of that. We need to be proficient on third down, which means mm-hmm. you know first and second down, making them get into third and shorts. Uh, um, but when we do get there, making sure we convert them. And any kind of fourth and short, we got to convert. Uh, and, and I talked to those guys about that. It's about finishing. I mean, drives, you, you know, we, last week against the Chargers, we did a really good job on first down. We get first and five, I mean, you know, five yards on first down. And then, you know, but, but it's an incompletion or it's a drop or it's yeah. a, you know, it's a, it's a turnover. Those things, I mean, they, they build so quickly in the NFL because your, your touches are so, you know, that you just don't get them, especially with an offense like the Chargers who can keep, play keep away. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's maintaining and sustaining drives that that, that uh, is so important and vital, and that's what we need to do uh, this week against the Giants. Yeah, like you said, I mean, so much of football comes down to red zone play. Yes. You talk about the offense. The defense is struggling now inside the red zone as well. What's making it tough for the defense 
to get crucial stops when teams get inside the 20-yard Well, mo- mobile quarterbacks make it hard, right? I mean, when you when you think about guys who can move, because now you're playing 11-on-11 11 11 down in the red zone. And I, I would say New York is actually one of the best teams in the NFL in the red zone. These yeah. guys find ways. Um, but anytime you have a quarterback who can extend plays or get outside the pocket and challenge, whether it's your linebacker or your safety who has to come down and peek at him and then potentially throw it, uh, it makes it very difficult on a defense. And so um, making sure that your calls are clean, Communication is clean. You know, they, if a team is exploding out of a certain formation or they're, or, or they're shifting a formation over or motioning, uh, that you communicate it all the way across. And, again, I think uh, some of our stuff in the red zone has been communication. And, and Gus, you know, he, we talk about it all the time is making sure we're clear on the call, make sure that the end and the linebacker are communicating. Or if it's the linebacker and the nickel or linebacker and the, and the safety, whoever's talking to each other, making sure that everybody's on the same page, uh, that's the only way you have a shot. You know, one of the guys I do want to – hit on on defense is playing well Dio Adangbo playing a lot more since that injury to Taekwon Lewis really coming on I mean he's got three and a half sacks in the last two games what have you seen out of him in terms of his development turning into the player the Colts thought they were drafting in round two last year yeah Dio's played extremely well he's and he's very smooth in his transitions first of all he's an enormous human being I don't know if people realize how big he is but um, he's so smooth transitioning from power where he's doing a good job in the run game and being able to either snatch a guy down or swim a guy but he's so big he can get himself narrow get through those gaps and then make plays. And I think the biggest thing for him is the difference from from uh, early in the season to the end of the season is he's finishing. I mean, he's making those plays. The tackle on Herbert for the sack on the boot that he makes for the. I mean, it's an incredible play. That's an athletic, and that's a that's another big human being, right? <laughs> Trying to get outside. And so you're talking about force on force. But when I when I look at him, I'm watching his ability to finish and his ability to close out. Whether it's a tackle for a run or a sack, he's doing a really good job. All right, the job. Giants come into this game. They're eight, six, and one. They're trying to clinch a playoff berth. They've got Daniel Jones, a quarterback. You talked about him earlier this week. He's over three thousand yards passing. He's over six hundred yards rushing. Mm-hmm. What kind of defensive discipline do you have to have? Very deceptive athlete. Yes. What do you have to do on defense to make sure he doesn't hurt you with that secondary dynamic of his with running the football? Yeah, eye discipline. You you have to watch. Right. I mean, so much of it is is formational. Where they're going to line up. Where our defensive eyes are keying, making sure that we're following what our keys tell us and and don't buy that bite you know don't don't bite the cheese is what we talk about it right like yeah. don't don't bite down make sure that you're understanding where guys are going to be and where you have to fit in the defense it might not be your play even though it looks really good to go make it so make sure that you're staying on your key staying locked in and what I think Daniel Jones does so well is he's not afraid to punt the football mm-hmm. like you can tell there you know it, 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 Dayball has done a fantastic job making this a mentally tough football team not scared to go into the fourth quarter you know with a tight lead or even losing think feeling they're going to finish it out but don't beat yourself and I think if you look at their games that's what they have done exceptionally well and that starts with Daniel Jones understanding he doesn't have to go win games he has to play his role and and d- distribute the ball to his to his playmakers uh, but that's been a big big key for this football team and within their defense it's got him by defensive coordinator Don Martindale I looked it up. You actually played against him as a player <laughs> 2010 with the Colts. He was the defensive coordinator with the Broncos. You guys won that game, by the way. Yes. Um, but as you know, he's a very unorthodox defensive coordinator. He sort of has these you know, positionless uh, players That's on right. defense. How complicated is their defense and, and how challenging is it to get up to speed and prepare for a defense like that? Yeah, listen, it's an overwhelming defense, right? They, they try to bring more than you can block to a side or they try, you know, in a in a very uh, unorthodox way. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll bring a blitz that will may leave somebody wide open, and they're not scared. They're not scared to get home and, and trust that you're not going to find that guy in the short amount of time right. uh, that, that you're going to have. And so I think, from again, from the offensive perspective, seeing what they're doing and, and how they're doing it. And then, again, this is a, this is a high-risk, high-reward defense. So for us, we have to take advantage of it. If we see it, we need to block it up or, or give that extra split second to Nick so he can put the ball out there. Um, and then, and then receivers and running backs, they got to make plays. It's going to yeah. be one-on-one. Don't get tackled by the single guy.
guy. Make sure we break tackles, get away, and get on the run uh, again. When, when you think about Wink and the way that he runs this defense, th- there's going to be no fear in him. He's going to bring it from all angles. Uh, can, 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 you know, can you stand up? And there's going to be some that he wins, and you got to learn that as well. Yeah. You, you don't make a bad play a catastrophic play. Make sure that we limit the bad plays. We can punt and trust our defense as well because um, that's what he wants you to do. He wants you yeah. to get impatient, try something that you know is unsound, and he's going to make you pay. Indeed. All right, Jeff, finally the keys of the game. What other keys do you have for the Colts to win this game and, and snap a five-game skid? Yeah, protect the football is, is, is the most vital for us offensively. We just haven't done a nearly a good enough job. Uh, and then we talked about it early. In the red zone, convert, mm-hmm. touchdowns. You know, we, we, we need to score. Um, and then from a defensive perspective, keep us in this game, right? Get off the field on third down. Give us more opportunities with the ball. Um, and, and that's something that, that, you know, we as a defense talk about. It's not just about not giving up points. It's about getting them off the field and getting us back out there. And so I, th- I think with all of those things, we make the most of that. And we'll have a shot to win this thing. Absolutely. That's Jeff Saturday, interim head coach of the Colts on the head coach's report before the Colts take on the Giants. Coach, as always, appreciate the time. Good luck and happy new year. Thanks, man. Happy new year to you, brother. That's uh, Matt Taylor right there and interim head coach Jeff Saturday here on Colts Happy Hour. Centerpoint Energy is a proud sponsor of the 2022 Coach of the Week program. You can see a list of all coaches that have won this season and check out the program itself. That's Colts.com slash high school football today. Cannot wait for this. Rick Venturi goes inside football with Matt Taylor coming up on the other side. We're going to start giving away tickets to that regular season finale against the Texans a week from Sunday. Courtesy of our friends at Zinc, that's Bud Light on a Blue Friday. We are live. Tenth and Shadeland, Manly's Irish Mutt. It's Colts Happy Hours, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Take the field with a no-sweat first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Play your way with everything from money line to point spreads to player props. Make every moment more with FanDuel, proud sports book partner of the Indianapolis Colts. 21 plus and present in Indiana. First online real money wager only refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I've always dreamed of owning a home. Love having a place I can call my own. We've wanted to remodel this kitchen since we moved in. Already dreaming of the memories we'll make here. Finally, a secluded house along the lake. We put years of hard work into this dream, and now it's a reality. Forum Credit Union helps you save, share, and grow for the moments you dream about. Learn about becoming a member and our services at forumcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards. December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards. December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or Bell Tire.com for details. Restrictions apply. Is your child between the ages of 3 and 14? Does your child love to dance and love the Colts? Join the Colts Junior Cheer Program for the 2023 season. Participants will join the Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders for a monthly clinic, exclusive performance opportunities, community outreach appearances, and so much more. Virtual registration is now open. Go to Colts.com slash Junior Cheer to register for the 2023 season. Space is limited. You won't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity. Opportunity. Hey, Colts fans, score big for your Indiana high school. Enter gear up at Colts.com slash UHC. It could score you tickets to a Colts game and $5,000 for your high school. Gear up is a free program designed to improve the health and safety of boys and girls high school athletics. Winners are selected throughout the season. Enter today for a chance at Colts tickets and $5,000 in athletic equipment at Colts.com slash UHC. We now return to the Colts Happy Hour, an inside look at the Colts on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. My friend uh, Doug Wiggins in the house here, too. That's always good to see. Cam's the on-site engineer. Reed is all new. Reed normally does promotions for Hank FM. So we decided to go ahead and give her 
uh, an opportunity with us and uh, to give her a real feeling how doing an awesome remote and a live show is doing. So Reed's with us. Zach is always with us right here. We've got to start giving away tickets for that regular season finale for the Colts and the Texans coming up in a minute. But this reminder, the Colts Audio Network, it includes podcasts, radio shows, and player interviews. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you download podcasts. Now, you can listen on SiriusXM, the mobile app, just by searching the Colts as well. We're talking exclusive Colts radio and audio content on demand. Stay up to date on the Colts on your schedule. All right, Rick Venturi, this is always my favorite of the week right here. Rick Venturi, the color analyst on the radio network, and Matt Taylor, break down the blueprints that we're going to see for the Colts on Sunday, MetLife Stadium against the Giants. Fellas, take it away. All right, thank you, JMV. It's week 17 here on Colts Happy Hour. It's time now for Inside Football with Rick Venturi as Rick gives us his blueprints to beat the Giants. And we start first with New York on offense. They're not going to blow you away, but they're getting the job done for the most part. They're only scoring about 20 points per game. Their season high on the year, in fact, is only 27 against Green Bay. They are a a below-average passing team with Daniel Jones, at quarterback. But as you said, that's a little bit deceptive because – he does have a mix of backup wide receivers being asked to take on more of a, a starting role. Several guys, in fact. But they are elite at rushing the football. Saquon Barkley, he ranks sixth in the NFL in rushing. And then Jones, very underrated as a rusher. He has a career-high 617 rushing yards this season. Giants quarterback record. He's also this season one of only three quarterbacks with 3,000 passing yards and over 500 rushing yards. The Giants, we'll talk about their up-and-down season in terms of wide receiver. They started the year with Kenny Galladay, Wandell Robinson, Kadarius Toney, and Sterling Shepard as their primary targets. And then fast-forward 16 weeks later, Robinson and Shepard, they're sidelined by torn ACLs. Tony now plays for the Chiefs after a trade in the middle of the season. Galladay's been benched. He only has four catches in 10 games on the season. Um, so now it's Darius Slayton, Richie James, and Isaiah Hodgins as the top targets for Jones inside that passing game. So what do you make of this little bit of a kind of a moving puzzle that is the Giants on offense late in the season here as they're going to uh, try to clinch a playoff spot coming up on Sunday? Yeah, and, you know, again, and that's why I go back to my first statement. That's why I give Dable so much credit in maxing these people out and winning eight games and being on the cusp of the playoffs because – that's a receiver core that if you don't have a Google, if you don't have a computer, you're not going to know who those three guys are unless you're like <laughs> you and I that are geeks in terms of well, studying. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wave my hand. I, I did need Google <laughs> last night to, uh, to, to identify who these guys are and the roles that they're playing now. I know. But, you know, again, you know, they, they really they, they didn't, they know who they are, and so they're going to live and die. They're going to spin off of Barkley. So they're going to run it to Barkley. Uh, you know, it's not a real sophisticated running game. It's a lot of zone stuff. It, he so reminds me of JT. That's the best way I can put it. They they look the same. They're that compact runner, but they're deceptive. He's got great vision. I mean, he can take it and he can hit a home run. The other day, you know, they're 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 playing really tough against the Vikings. The Vikings bring a blitz on the twenty five or thirty, some right in there, and boom, they audible to a run. I mean, it's out the gate. I mean, he not he just didn't break the line of scrimmage. He goes, and he's very dangerous in the passing game. So, And then I think the impressive thing is what you said. I didn't really realize it was a Giants record, but I should have, is the 617 yards that Jones brings to the game. And that's not all scrambling. A lot of that is designed, but really, see, that adds the extra gap to the running game. That makes them – that really helps them become that number number six team in the game. And what they've done is they've done a really good job of being who they are. They, they're not going to get big plays. Slayton is the one guy that runs a 4-3-8. You know, he's a guy that can get down the field. So if it's something vertical, Matt, it's going to go to him. Hodgins is the big kind of slant guy. He's a lot like Pittman. He's a possession um, you know, they, they try to pry open the slants on third and four to him. And the guy that really, to me, probably is the best at his position relatively is, is Richie James. I mean, James, is, again, he's a Google player for most people, 
But he, and he's a journeyman, he's been to 26 schools and 27 pro teams, but he is a guy that can play that slot, and he is there. He owns third down, just like we talked about Keenan Allen going in last week. Richie James owns third down, and he is really, he's a classic slot. He can run the pivots, the options, and then they'll get him in a stack and run a swing, what we call a, a switch route downfield. Um, I do like Bellinger at tight end. I think one of the best things they do is when they put their three wide receivers to the field and then they put Bellinger split weak as the tight end with Barkley on his side and run two-man patterns. That might be their best personnel matchup back on the backside of that speed trip because particularly most people will they'll over um, they'll overbalance to that those wide receivers. And Bellinger is pretty, pretty good in terms of those interior hooks, pokos, things like that. And then, it, then you have Barkley on the backside by himself if you over, over pivot. Now, their offensive line is a pretty good run-blocking team. They really, really struggle on the pass. This is a team, a lot of their statistics, when you break them down, they're, they're statistics that are gained when they're in the advantage. The bad statistics are, stat, are, are the passing game and the sacks given up. Those are the, that's what gets them beat. That's how they lose six is the passing game and the protection. And so getting ahead of these guys. And right now, Neil, who is you know, a high draft pick on the right tackle, he has been horrendous. He hasn't been able to block any athleticism at all on the right side. And then over there on the left side uh, between Thomas and Bradson, they have tremendous trouble with any text game exits, Plus, in my opinion, I'll get into this in the must. I think you can bring a lot of heat from that standpoint. So, again, really good in advantage, big-time running game, struggle on the pass. So let's talk about the must. Number one, without question, I mean, you, 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 you can be Ray Charles to see this, okay? You've got to control Barkley, okay? He can run it. He can catch it. And and he can t- he can hit a home run again. This is JT's clone, no question in my mind. So you have to protect in that that front seven has got to win those battles on those inside zones. And then we've got to play with great discipline on the edge because he can bounce it. The other thing you have to be careful with on Barkley, if it's third and five, if it's third and five, and you get into a pass rush look or a blitz look that overbalances you. Dable is very, very sharp, and they were that way at Buffalo. They will audible to a run, and that's what happened last week when they got the big run. They audible to a run against a Minnesota blitz, and it, and it was a touchdown because he's out the gate. So it all, you know, it all starts with Barkley. Without Barkley having a big day, they can't go. And then I think number two is you've got to control their possession receivers. It is a possession attack, they will throw more slants, just slant after slant, double slants to one side and what I call dragon to the other. That means the number two receiver in the flat and the outside receiver in a slant. I mean, they just, you know, because they don't have great speed, they don't have great talent, and they don't have long-term protection. So they're three-step, five-step, get that ball out, you know, try to get it into Hodgins, who's big, same way with Slayton. And then on third down, again, who are we going to go to? I mean, they're going to get that ball to Richie James. So if you're going to have a specialized coverage, save it for third down and save it for James. Now, I would say in general, you want to tell your corners, you want to tell your linebackers, you want to really defend this team from inside out. They're going to try to pry it open. They don't do much to the outside of the field or deep, Slayton occasionally. So what you have to do is, you know, wall off those slants, wall off that inside passing game, because that's how they survive. Number three, you got to defend Jones. Again, Jones is, you know, when I finished the Giants film, I knew how good Barkley was. I really came away impressed with Jones, and I know that will surprise a lot of people. I wasn't a big fan of his coming out, but I I think they're going to end up having been right on that. Um, And you got to defend him in different areas. You got to defend him with the NCAA offense. I mean, he'll run the zone read and run it. If it's second and long, you know, he could, he'll run a quarterback draw. Um, he'll run a quarterback sweep at times. And basically where you really got to be careful And this, you know, this is a little bit like 
a poor man's Jalen Hurts in terms of their design is when they get in the red zone, that's where they love to run him. That's where they love the quarterback draw, the zone read, you know, the rollout to runner pass. You know, and then he's a very deceptive mover, and he'll scramble. He can move the chains. Uh, you know, that 617 yards rushing is for real. So, you know, keep him contained. Uh, keep him very much condensed in the pocket. Absolutely kill their offensive line. That's Rick Venturi. This is Inside Football. We're breaking down the Colts and the Giants, week number 17 in the Blueprints. And we move down to the Giants now on defense, and they're guided by Don Wink Martindale. You know him very well, the former Ravens defensive coordinator. His defense, Rick, players are essentially without fixed positions. They create a <laughs> lot of opportunities. They're like chess pieces. They move all around the field freely, different spots. You know, it's very aggressive. It's kind of complex. It's tough to interpret. Um, the Giants are 20th in points allowed, 22 a game, but they're really good in situational football, third down and inside the red zone. They've got Pro Bowl defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence. He's got a team-high six-and-a-half sacks. He's got 25 quarterback hits, 63 tackles, all of those numbers career highs for him. And they're relying heavily on Kayvon Thibodeau, their rookie first-round pick out of Oregon. He's playing outside linebacker for them. Um, they also use rookie Micah McFadden out of Indiana. He's their middle linebacker. And I think they're um, counting on Adoree Jackson back in this game against the Colts. He suffered a sprained knee in late November, hasn't played since then. He's missed the last five games, but I think he's trending towards being back in this game um, for the Colts in a uh, clinching situation for them on Sunday. So when you look at the Giants, as I said, it's really all about scheme. It's all about mindset. And when you play the Giants under Martindale, Rick, you better have a plan. You better be aggressive or else he's going to make you pay. There's no doubt about it. I, I talked to my buddy Gruden a lot about this this week because I studied the film and I was captivated by it, at first confused by it, but then the more you watch it, it, it the, you know, the – the, the the reality and the and the plan does unfold to you, but man, when you first watch it, they are coming from everywhere, mm -hmm. and they're they are unconventional. Uh, they do things most teams don't do, aggressive to say the least. Um, I guess the best thing I can say is they are they are <laughs> they are high volume and heavy heat, high volume and heavy heat, and uh, yeah, I mean this as a warning, but I mean it. If you're not prepared strategically and toughness wise you'll be embarrassed here you you know they and they're limited on personnel i mean this is not a talented team we've played a lot more talented teams on defense but they are never going to sit and hope and they're going to they're going to take it to you and you said it they they've got those two young edge rushers um ojolari actually on one side in in, in Thibodeau, actually ojolari has five and a half and Thibodeau three and a half but they're 22-year-old kids that are draft picks on the edge that they really, you know, and they'll bring them day, you know, play in, play out. Um, again, you talked about the big boy uh, Lawrence in the middle. Like I said, he's as wide as a Greyhound bus and, you know, active when he has to be. So those those guys are, are good, you know. Um, in that sense, they can come and get it. And, and but in some ways, though, I think the hole is greater than the parts. you got to understand the scheme. You're going to get a little bit of everything. You're going to get the double sinks um, in their 34 base. You'll get some sinks. You're right about McFadden. He's an inside linebacker, but then he'll be an edge guy sometimes. They do lose their identity. You're exactly right. You know, and it's, uh, you know, they'll be all over the place. They play a lot of man-to-man -man with all that blitzing and three deep fire zones a lot because, you know, when you're bringing people, you'll do that. Uh, when they do go to coverage, it's a it's a one free or five man uh, you know rush with J one Jill, uh, some eight which is quarter quarter half, and then they'll play some four, you know, and occasionally some two man if they get w at well ahead in the count. But a lot of ratios, nickel, dime, quarters. I mean, you got you got to have the full flip card when you're doing this game because they are you know they'll use a lot of different guys. It's it's a little bit old school like the Patriots, but much more blitzing per play. And the, and a couple things that he does more than anybody you will see in the league today, and that is zero blitz. Okay, most people will zero blitz twice a game and only when they're in the red zone. 
this guy will blitz you from the time we get off that bus in Newark till the time we get back on it. I mean, that's just the way they are. I mean, they, and he will bring all six guys and play straight up man to man. And so you got to understand that history because you don't see much of that. But, you know, I think what's really important is that we go in there at the aggressor, and I'll t- talk to this in the must, and make them pay. Don't go in there hoping that you're going to hang on and do this and that. You've got to get after them. And so here's what I think the critical issues are on the must. I think, number one, I think you've got to come out with fast tempo. I'm not always big on this because if you don't have a really good offense sometimes and you play fast, sometimes all you do is give up the ball faster, okay? But I think in this case, fast tempo is really important. Anything you can do to get them on their heels and to set them back a little bit, attack them before they attack you. And sometimes when you're going fast and you're going no huddle and you're getting out to them, they will actually splinter down the volume, okay? Along with that, if you want to take some of their blitzes away, if you, if you took a percentage of what personnel groupings they blitz against, if you're in 22 or 21, which we don't use, but we use 12 and 13, two tight ends, three tight ends, if you look at that personnel grouping, it's, it's a, you can cut their blitzes almost three-quarters, Okay. If you're in three wide receivers, you may get 100% blitz. If you're in two tight ends, you'll probably get 25% blitz. So I think sometimes against Wink, rather than being multiple receivers, it's better to be in those heavier formations because I think it reduces them. So, again, this isn't the overall answer, but I'm just saying quick tempo in your heavier formations, and what that does is that actually reduces some of the blitzing. All right, number two, we've got to be able to run the football, and we've got to be able to run it off tackle against him. they got those big wide bodies starting with Lawrence inside. I mean, it does. It looks like someone, they get in that sink, it looks like three Greyhound buses and then two Greyhounds on the outside. Well, you want to run at the Greyhounds, okay, because it's going to be hard to move those big guys, and you got to run. And I think misdirection hurts them because guys like McFadden, those guys, those linebackers really do – as Smith and McFadden, they really go to the ball. So I think any kind of misdirection, and when you run to the outside, don't just don't pitch it, bounce it, start it in, bounce it out. And I think Ellinger, even if he if he's not going to play, he's not going to be the starter. Obviously, I think he'd be a good changeup. You know, I watched Houston today. Houston uses double quarterback system the whole game. I mean, it it's fifty fifty. They got two quarterbacks, so don't tell me it can't be done. And I'd I'd like to see Ellinger in there because I think what what he could do as a changeup, short yardage, different things, is he could freeze their defense a little bit and get on that edge. But you're going to have to get on the edge. Now, number three, you've got to block what I call the cats and dogs. Now, what do I mean by cats and dogs? Well, cats are when the you get an outside pressure. It's just what we call cats over the years. That's like bringing the nickel off the edge or the safety or the weak side corner, or sometimes Wink has brought both corners. So you ought, whenever you're going to run the edge, you've got to have somebody that is accounting for somebody coming off the edge. Don't run into an open side think you're going to get it because somebody's going to show up. And then dogs, they come more on second down, and that, that's bringing Smith or McFadden up inside. You know, And basically what he does on early downs with these, these are nuisance dogs. They're not – they're not pass blitzes. They're there to disrupt your run and to disrupt your play action. So be very alert for those cats because all he's trying to do is hit you and get you back into disadvantage. And there you go, Rick Venturi right there with Matt Taylor here on Colts Happy Hour. Caesar Sportsbook is a proud sports betting partner of the Indianapolis Colts. He has become the feature back now after that trade involving Naheem Hines and the injury to Jonathan Taylor. Zach Moss in focus with Matt Taylor coming up on the other side. FanDuel Sportsbook brings us to you. You can download the app today. Make every moment more. We're live on the east side, 10th and Shadeland. Colts happy hour live from Manly's Irish Mutt on a Bud Light Blue Friday. 93.5 and 107. Find the fan. You want your car to always look its best, but you don't want to spend all day buffing and polishing. That's why you need Lucas Slick Mist Speed Wax. It's the fastest way to a showroom shine. Just spray, wipe, and admire the results. 
Check out the entire line of Lucas Slickmas products at lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil is the official oil of the Indianapolis Colts and is used throughout Lucas Oil Stadium. Lucas Oil, it works. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply. At winning team works together for a shared goal. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is teaming up with the Colts to shine a light on outstanding small businesses. India is our hometown, and boosting local businesses is just one way we want to thank this great city. Go to Colts.com slash Anthem Spotlight to nominate your favorite small business today. Anthem and the Colts, helping Hoosier small businesses score points. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Insurance Companies, Inc. From the biggest of the big games to the littlest of the little. There you go, James! No, 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 first base. Go, 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 run! Whenever you shop Meyer, the official super center of the Indianapolis Colts, you help support hundreds of local teams across the Midwest. From the biggest stadiums in the state to the familiar fields down the street, you're helping make a difference to the people and places you call home. Learn more at Meyer.com. Happy Honda Days are here with great deals on Honda SUVs and trucks that are in stock now. Buy today and save thousands on Honda trucks and SUVs with 1.9% financing, like the 22 Pilot and 22 Ridgeline, available to take home today with 1.9%. Don't miss Happy Honda Days with 1.9% financing. Search your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details for well-qualified buyers. Offer ends 1323. No show talks more about the Colts than this one. This is the Colts Happy Hour on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fence. Get that right, baby. Live from Manly's Irish Mutt, Eastside. Tinth and Shaylin had a great time with Mike Manley here on a Bud Light Blue Friday. Colts on the road on Sunday. Next to last game of the season, MetLife Stadium against the Giants. 10 a.m., I've got you for the Colts pregame huddle, 10 until noon. That's me and Bill Brooks in studio. I'm assuming the Gorman is going to be live from MetLife Stadium. And, hey, congratulations to uh, whomever ended up winning and going to New York on the Colts' private jet. That is coming up tomorrow. I know everybody leaves coming up tomorrow, too. That's tickets to the game, hotel accommodations. You're on the private jet, too, and then back. And then not to mention the fact that uh, Jim Mercy, the Colts owner, is going to give those winners $2,000 apiece. So that is pretty awesome right there. Congratulations to all that won. Meantime, your form credit union question of the week is follow. The Colts were 0-10 on third down in the loss of the Chargers. The second time this season they have failed to convert on third down. My goodness, that looks as bad when I'm reading it as it did when you hear it. Those are two of the three times in franchise history they failed to convert. A third down. When was the other? I'll answer that in a second. Meantime, Forum Credit Union Fan Forum section, that's where you go to participate in Colts Conversation. That is the Forum Credit Union Fan Forum. Forum Credit Union helping members live their financial dreams. As I mentioned, he is the feature back now, Zach Moss, and voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Matt. Joining us now in the Colts radio studio, I'm Matt Taylor, but our special guest is Colts running back Zach Moss in his third year. He just got traded to the Colts a few weeks back from the uh, Buffalo Bills. We'll talk about that more in a second. But, Zach, it is finally good on my end to meet you and talk to you for the first time. How are you doing? I'm doing good, my man. I'm doing good. Can't complain. Absolutely. So, for you, you're now the featured back, right? The injury to Jonathan Taylor. You're now the Colts' number one primary back. Mm. Uh, got 24 carries a couple weeks ago against the Minnesota Vikings. You were the main man toting the rock uh, against the Chargers the other night. W- what's it been like to be the featured back within this offense, or within an offense, I should say, something that you're definitely accustomed to? Uh, it feels good. Uh, I mean, just getting the opportunity to go back out there and just kind of you know show what I can do on an every down basis um, just kind of puts me back. You know, kind of gives me memories of uh, back in college. Sure. Um, you know, being at every down back, um, being at Bell Cow and things like that. Something I didn't really get a great opportunity to do um, my first few years in Buffalo. Um, 
but so when I got traded here, I was super excited just for the opportunity to know I could come here and get some runs in. And sure, you know, unfortunately the in- injury to JT, um, but you know, now has kind of given me a chance to kind of do some things and show mm-hmm. some people some things. That's Zach Moss with us. Let's go back to that trade. What what was it like? to be traded. I mean, when you found out, how did you accept that? How did you compartmentalize knowing you're going to be on the move team to team in the middle of the season? Uh, I mean, for me, you know, really we kind of felt something was going to happen. Um, me and my my team, um, you know, we kind of was kind of either pushing forward or was kind of trying to figure out what was going to happen, but we kind of felt like, you know, that our, my third year was going to be my last year in Buffalo. Um, so when it did happen, mm-hmm. literally a few minutes before the trade line, the deadline ended, um, I was home playing 2K. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I'm home playing 2K, and I get a phone call, and they're like, uh, Zach, we need you to come up to the to the office. So I'm like, okay. Usually you don't get a call on the off day mm-hmm. out of nowhere around four o'clock. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. I wonder what this can be about. Um, you know, but those guys, you know, got a lot of love for those guys, Coach Coach McDermott and and Brandon, um, on how to handle it and and putting me in a great opportunity, give me some more chances to do something else. Sure, that's Zach Moss with us, and and something that you just said, you had a feeling. Why why did you have a feeling that that might be a, a fate for you in terms of being traded at the deadline? Uh, I'm I'm a running back, right? Sure, you know, I'm a guy who needs to, you know get a few carries mm-hmm. in a game versus just coming in and getting two, three carries, kind of which was, you know, the trend really uh, for myself in Buffalo. Um, really ever since my first year and then going to my second year, having, coming off of an ankle injury. Right. Never really just was healthy that year. So, um, you know, a lot of the writing was kind of on the wall um, and the way, that, you know, those guys play offense and things like that. So, you know, it was definitely a time for some change. Personally, though, being traded in the middle of the season, I mean, it's one thing to be traded in the off season, yeah. but in the middle of the season where literally you're on one team one day and another team the next day, and you got to go to practice and yeah. learn a playbook <laughs> and move and, you know, find a place to, to, to rent or buy. I mean, just, just life. I mean, what for those that don't know or, or will never experience that, how, how difficult is it to be traded in the middle of the season and pick up like it's no big deal? Uh, it's, it's very hectic, right? Um, thankfully, you know, my wife did a fantastic job mm-hmm. really just holding everything together and allowing me to stay focused on my right. job and keeping, you know, that – in the front of me and being able to not really worry about all the other things, moving stuff, packing stuff. How's yeah, gonna get here? Just the stress of it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even, you know, here at the Colts, you know, D T did a great job of just helping us and helping her really with the communication part of things and getting things yeah. moved and made it really as smooth as possible because if if you've never been traded before, um, you don't know what to expect, right? So I was out of out of there on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I got traded on Tuesday. I was here on Wednesday um, <laughs> in a crazy. whole different state yeah, uh, and everything by myself for a few weeks until my wife got out here. But, yeah. you know, I think the main thing, even with all those things going on in life, you just got to keep the main things, the main things, right? So yeah. I was able to, you know, continue to be myself, not really worry about things and just, you know, trust what God has planned for me. Yeah, that's Zach Moss with us. It's also going from from one situation to another. And, I mean, all off season, you're working and you're grinding, and with the idea in mind that you're going to be a key contributor for the Buffalo Bills, and then all of a sudden you get traded to the Colts. One team's going to make the playoffs, another team's not. Has has it been tough to to deal with that in terms of going to a team that obviously saw their season not go the way they anticipated? Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's been different for sure. I mean, my first few years in Buffalo, I mean, we it was the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. to the divisional round game. Um, and then obviously this year what those guys are doing right now is something that they probably going to be doing for a while. Um, but, you know, I had a lot of good vets in Buffalo who, mm-hmm. you know, came from different places, who came from, you know, not always winning, right, that taught me as a rookie, hey, don't get used to this because it's not like that everywhere. Sure. Right. So now being on the flip side of that and having a chance to come here um, and try to help this team just, you know, win games, and continue to fight and things that like that are, that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just coming up short right now, which which sucks. But you know, we got a great group of guys, got great coaches and things like that. So, you know, it's it's only so long you can keep somebody down. That's Zach Moss with us, Colts running back for you since the trade. Obviously, a new head coach and interim coach and Jeff Saturday. What's it been like on your end to to get to know him? 
and to ultimately play under him. It's been cool. It's a you know definitely definitely a, a different experience um, when you look at it. Sure, but Coach Saturday is a great guy, man. He's a ex player, so he understands it. He gets us, um, and then you know he's a he's a legendary player, right? So you get a chance to you know be around somebody like that, mm-hmm. and you know get to go to work and see the way that he he impacts his players, and you know things like that. So he, he's done a great job, if you ask me. Um, you know, everything is not always shown in wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, even on this this losing streak that we're on, I mean, guys still fight, right? And sometimes that goes back to coaching because sometimes you can easily lose a locker room. That's uh, Zach Moss right there. Colts happy hour continues on the other side. We've got Rodney Thomas, the rookie defensive back, coming up on the show with Matt Taylor. That didn't want to check that. Lara Overton with Rodney coming up on the other side. It is a Bud Light Blue Friday, Manly's Irish Mutt, 10th and Shadeland, and it's Colts Happy Hour, 93.5 and 107 by the fan. Colts fans, it's time to download the greatest app of all time, Caesar Sportsbook. Bet on your Colts or whoever else you like all season long, and with Caesars Rewards, every bet you make, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Tickets, free hotel stays, experiences, and more. You must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Caesar Sportsbook, proud sports betting partner of the Indianapolis Colts. You bet, you get. This is Ryan Kelly. As a representative for our players, I know the importance of a working partnership between labor and employers. On the field, I know hard work, training, and education are essential to our success. Build your next project alongside the people who built Lucas Oil Stadium, the highly skilled tradesmen and contractors of Indiana's union construction industry. Hi, I'm John Hooker, president of the Central Indiana Building Trades Council. I'm proud to represent the union construction workers who build the Indianapolis skyline. The Central Indiana Building Trades are skilled on principle, union by choice. What is Pods? Well, it's a smarter way to move and store your items. Pods will deliver a container to you. Simply fill it up and take all the time you need. Call Pods and they'll pick up your pod and drive it anywhere you want it to go. You can have it delivered across country, across town, or to our secure storage center. Pods, the best moving and storage idea ever. We make it easy to order your pod today. Just call 1-800-776-PODS. 1-800-776-PODS. Or click pods.com. Hey, Colts fans, don't miss a single play during local games. All you need is an antenna hooked up to your TV, and you can watch live-action football for free. That's right, no subscription needed, no fees, and no credit card information required. It's just your TV and an antenna. Then you get live sports, news, and other popular shows all for free. Just visit thefreetvproject.org to get started. Antennas up, game on. Get ready for kickoff with thefreetvproject.org. Furnished by EW Scripps. We're talking all things Colts on the Colts Happy Hour heading into the weekend on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Hey, welcome back. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. Make every moment more. JMV here. Thank you for joining us. Live at Manly's Irish Mutt and the answer to the Forum Credit Union question of the week. The Colts 0 for 10 on third down and the loss to the Chargers 0 for 10. The second time this season, they have gone over on third down conversions for a game, which is just outstanding. Two or three times in franchise history has happened. Can you remember the other one? Oh, let's go all the way back here. The way back machine to week one of 2017 against the Rams. Shout out to Scott Tolzien. He started that game. The Colts were 0 for 10 on third down, 0 for 1 on fourth down in the 46-9 loss to the Rams in L.A., there you go. The Forum Credit Union question of the week. Good enough to make you cry right there. All right. Rodney Thomas, the second, out of that defensive secondary, has been making some plays this season. He sits down with a conversation from the Colts Radio Network with Lara Overton. Lara? A site that has become quite familiar so far this season. Rodney Thomas II snagging an interception, celebrating with the defense. You got everybody involved on that celebration. How do you describe what that was like, getting that interception of Justin Herbert on Monday Night Football? Uh, no, it always feels good just to get the ball back for the offense. It always feels good. You know, trying to take, uh, create takeaways, different things like that. So, it's always happy. How much does this group really celebrate each other? I think we saw Julian jumping in there, Tony jumping in there. No, yeah, that, that'd be the thing like like we all get like super excited like for everyone else so like you can tell just like just like for me like naturally because 
Uh, I'm just never like I'm not like, never like celebrated like a bunch. But like I always get like way more hype for like like my teammates and stuff like that. Cause like it's just like, it's just the brotherhood and like just like the bonds and different things you build. It just brings it just brings the best out of everybody. It brings the best out uh, best out of yourself. You just want to be able to just make plays and just compete for the guy beside you. So just seeing your brother that you sacrifice with make plays, it just feel like you made plays yourself. As great as your celebration was with the defense, my eyes immediately went to the stands because there was a huge contingent of the Thomas family there yet again, back-to-back -back games, because they were in Minneapolis as well for your interception just last week. How meaningful has it been to have your family there for so many big plays this season? Your parents were going crazy after that one on Monday nah, yeah, night. They, they definitely always go crazy. Hey, they got to keep coming because uh, I can keep making plays. <laughs> <laughs> your third interception so far in your rookie season coming out of Yale. The first of the season was that Thursday night game in Denver. You picked off Russell Wilson, a Super Bowl champion. How much did your confidence grow when you got that first pick? Uh, always, just, always just building confidence, always just being confident in myself uh, from the jump. So just, just as I just continue to keep making plays, I just keep seeing things, just keep developing my game further. Uh, just just makes me want to just keep going out there and just keep getting better every day. So. Thinking about 12 months ago, the end of 2021, you just wrapped up your senior year at Yale. Could you have imagined where this journey would take you in less than a year, getting drafted in the seventh round in April, taking to the Colts, and now the position you are having the outstanding rookie season that you have had so far? No, nah, definitely. It's been, it's been a ride and it's been real fun. And it's just, with that being said, it's just more and more motivation just to keep doing what I've been doing and just keep improving on what I've been doing, so just just all more motivation. You caught a lot of attention because of your pro day coming out of Yale. I know that some of the Colts scouts had already been following you closely, but then put yourself on a lot of other teams' boards from that as well. And one of the things that a lot of people noted about your skill set was your ability to play multiple positions. You could do a lot of different things across a defense. What has allowed you to take such command, though, of the safety position and really take ownership of that role, playing alongside some really great guys, veteran guys like like Rodney McLeod and Julian Blackman? Uh, really just, just trusting in uh, what got me here, essentially, and then just adding into my game just different things that, like you said, uh, a bunch of veteran guys beside me, a bunch of veteran guys just on the defense in general. So just picking up different things from everybody across the board, uh, just seeing how, seeing how different guys move, just seeing how different guys just react to things and just handle things who've been in this business for a long time. So uh, it's been nothing but nothing but like a great situation to have came into and to be able to like experience something like that and then like like you said early on and get uh, and get like all those traits in my bag so it's been it's been real nice this defensive coaching staff has such a wealth of experience. Ron Milas, your coach, your DB's coach, has led some outstanding secondaries in his tenure. What have you learned most by working with Coach Milas? Uh, first, I, I like Coach Milas. He's been real. He's been real, uh, real big for me. Uh, he's real, real big for for the defense. I, I like Milas a lot. Uh, we call him Milo. But um, just learning, just like different, like different, like ways to watch film, different things that he picks up on film. And just, just, uh, just the way that the defense as a whole, like with Gus Bradley, just the way like they compartmentalize different, like different things that you see and like different things like in the game within scheme, just to help you like get a picture for what's about to come and just, just be able to just put yourself in like the best possible situation. Just like, but just like the way that they like approach the game, the way that they approach like film and like different study and different things like that, that's been like a real, like real big takeaway like in my game. Going into New York on New Year's Day, facing a playoff contending team like the Giants, this is expected to be a playoff-like atmosphere because the Giants have an opportunity to clinch a spot in the postseason. Now that you've played in such high-profile environments, so many big stages with a number of primetime games and different things you have so far, how much does that prepare you to go into New York with this defense really wanting to play spoiler to this New York offense? Uh, definitely, uh, like you said, just uh, just another game on the season essentially like that don't get too high don't get too low we, we just got to go in there with the same mindset that we go with the last week uh, we have a team in front of us we got a game plan got to execute the game plan just go in there and just try to get a dub that uh, that just that stays consistent week to week so and there you go Colts happy hour brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook download the app today and make every moment more Nine minute mark in the fourth quarter. Look at Notre Dame now in front of South Carolina 38 to 31. 
Keep you updated. I don't know if we'll have a final before we get off here, but we'll try. Quick break, and we'll come back for a final time. And this reminder, a final time in the career with this show of our good friend, Cal Udemark. That and more on the other side, live from Manly's Irish Mutt, Bud Light Blue Friday. It's Colts Happy Hour, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Hey, Colts fans, score big for your Indiana high school. Enter gear up at Colts.com slash UHC. It could score you tickets to a Colts game and $5,000 for your high school. Gear Up is a free program designed to improve the health and safety of boys and girls high school athletics. Winners are selected throughout the season. Enter today for a chance at Colts tickets and $5,000 in athletic equipment at Colts.com slash UHC. Take the field with a no-sweat first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get up to $1,000 back in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Play your way with everything from money line to point spreads to player props. Make every moment more with FanDuel, proud sports book partner of the Indianapolis Colts. 21 plus and present in Indiana. First online real money wager only refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one 800 with it. Hey Colts fans, if you're planning an event, corporate event, social event, nonprofit charity event, concert or wedding, Bullseye Event Center is the place for you. Bullseye Event Center is 9,500 square feet of event space with three retractable glass garage doors that open up to decks and outdoor spaces with dramatic views of Lucas Oil Stadium to downtown skyline. The home of the VIP Colts tailgate presented by Hazen Sons is the preferred event venue for your special event. For more info, visit bullseyeeventgroup.com. This is Ryan Kelly. As a representative for our players, I know the importance of a strong partnership between labor and employers. On the field, I know hard work, training, and education are essential to our success. If you want to be a key player on a winning team, join the skilled tradesmen and contractors of Indiana's union construction industry. Prove you are built to succeed and build your career alongside the people who built Lucas Oil Stadium. I'm Jeff Wheeler, business manager of the International Brotherhood of Electro Workers, Local 481. Our members are skilled on principle and you by choice. We are talking all things Colts on the Colts Happy Hour, heading into the weekend on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Oh, Notre Dame fans, we feel you. Getting ready to go in and at the very least with a field goal, a two-score advantage, and Notre Dame picked off at the goal line and 100 yards later, Hello, pick six. Game tied, 7:42. The Gator Bowl in the fourth quarter. Notre Dame and South Carolina at 38. I got to thank everybody here. Mike Manley, the gang from Manley's Irish Mutts, Bud Light as well. Our friends from Zinc, Reed, Zach, Cam. My friend Doug is right over here. All the people, I love you guys. Have a great New Year tomorrow. Beginning at 6 on B105.7, the New Year's Eve, all requests, JMV Takeover. Kyle, we love you, brother, man. Thank you so much for all that you've done. Kyle Udemark, his final show. Kyle, thank you very much. Tomorrow, 6 o'clock, B105.7. I shall see you there. This is Colts Happy Hour, 93.5, 107.5, the fan. Have a great weekend. Gas prices are out of control, which means you need to make the most of every drop of fuel. That's why you need Lucas Fuel Treatment. It cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system to maximize power and efficiency. Use it every time you fill up for optimum results. Lucas Oil is the official oil of the Indianapolis Colts and is used throughout Lucas Oil Stadium. To learn more, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil. It works. High Velocity and OP Italian are ready to start talking private parties. Are you? High Velocity Sports Bar and OP Italian are both located in the JW Marriott Indianapolis and have private dining space available for up to 100 people any time of year. For all your private dining needs, High Velocity and OP Italian have you covered from team outings to holiday parties. Need more space? Then the JW Marriott Indy can help with their banquet space accommodating up to 1,500 people. Call us today at 317 317- 860-5800 to inquire for availability. The Indianapolis Colts will once again hold the Sunday night 7-on-7 series at Grand Park beginning in February 2022. Open high school athletes players will have the chance to gain extra football reps during the offseason through an open gym 7-on-7 format. For more info, visit colts.com sn7on7. The Colts Sunday night 7-on-7 is presented by Forte Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, formerly Methodist Sports Medicine and brought to you in part by Gay 
Gatorade and the original Gridiron Gang. It takes a lot of energy to do everything you do. At Centerpoint Energy, it's our job to ensure you have the energy you need to make the most out of every day, whether it's at home, at work, or at play. That's why you'll see us out in the community making improvements to our pipeline system. And remember to always drive safely around our crews as we work hard to provide you with the safe and reliable natural gas you need to power your smart energy future. Colts fans, it's time to download the greatest app of all time, Caesar Sportsbook. Bet on your Colts or whoever else you like all season long and with Caesars rewards, every bet you make, win or lose, brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Tickets, free hotel stays, experiences, and more. You must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Caesar Sportsbook, proud sports betting partner of the Indianapolis Colts. You bet, you get. 